Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. So today I'm going to talk about curiosity and how cultivating curiosity can lead to more fulfilling relationships and actually more fulfilling lives in all areas. Firstly, did you know that curiosity can override anxiety and boredom and can deepen social connection? Let me explain. Humans are hardwired for curiosity. From a child grasping for any object that comes into sight to the need for our ancestors to see what was on the other side of the mountains or for the first spacecraft to explore our solar system. We are perpetually seeking to understand more about what is around us. Curiosity has given us the capacity, even the desire, to learn throughout our lives. Evolutionary theorists posit that uh, this distinctly human trait developed to help us adapt at the unrivaled pace that humanity has adapted at. Research shows that when our curiosity is peaked, then dopamine floods the brain, triggering our reward system and encouraging us to dig deeper into whichever pursuit that we're engaged in. Our brain actively rewards us for exploring. Beyond giving us an appetite for knowledge, curiosity encourages positivity, engagement and connection. Curious people are more open to new social experiences. They're more willing to embrace uncertainty and more capable of navigating difficult social situations. So by taking a more inquisitive approach to our lives and our relationships, we may even be able to overcome social anxiety as curiosity can foster more fulfilling relationships and deepen our existing ones. It would seem to go without saying that curious people are more open to novel ideas and new experiences. In the field of psychology, this kind of openness refers to our drive to explore novel aspects of our own human experience and the willingness to consider perspectives that are different from our own. While openness can be seen as a state of mind, curiosity is openness in action. Curious people apply exploring into their everyday lives. They view relationships and even casual social interactions as sources for opportunities and even personal growth. Research has found that curious people made stronger and more enjoyable connections with strangers than the less curious. Over the course of different studies, participants were asked to fill out questionnaires that measured curiosity and openness, amongst other traits. Researchers then paired highly curious people with less curious ones and had them ask each other questions that escalated in levels of intimacy. 
Not only did the highly curious people connect more deeply with others and express more positive emotions in describing their experiences, but the results also suggested that they may be better at reading social cues too, reading body language. So if you want to create a deeper connection with someone, why not become curious about them? Curiosity can actually rewire the brain for this kind of positivity and social awareness, and that's by embracing uncertainty. Less curious people seek to avoid uncertainty. As you've probably experienced firsthand, uh, when you're building new relationships, whether it's small talk with a colleague or if you're going on a date for the first time with someone new, um, these are all situations that can be full of uncertainty. So when faced with an unpredictable situation, um, say attending a party where you don't know anyone, the less curious type of person may prematurely judge someone by making assumptions and relying on their early impressions, keeping them safe in the mindset that they want to be in by creating that inner certainty. That judgment allows them to feel safe because it is exactly the space that they would like to be in. So on the other hand, a highly curious person can transform the inherent tension of a new social situation into a desire to engage and explore instead of seeking to avoid the potential anxiety of such social interactions. They embrace it as an opportunity for self-expansion. So they don't need to create that certainty by using their own ideas of judgment and first impressions to allow themselves to back themselves into a, a, a non-open corner. But of course, the greater the number of social interactions a person engages in, the higher the likelihood of the perception of rejection. I use the word perception when I refer to rejection uh, as it is a label that you are placing on something. And rejection is perhaps not real. But curious people are less affected by the idea of rejection anyway, and less likely to react emotionally to what could be seen as a negative social interaction. You are at the same time genetically determined to be curious, but also to be adverse to social risks. But you can train yourself to override anxiety and instead practice openness. While some people are more innately curious than others, curiosity is a skill that can be practiced and cultivated. And it's definitely worth doing so because curiosity isn't just beneficial to forging new relationships, it may be the key to sustaining and enriching your existing ones. Psychologists have distinguished between two types of curiosity. One is perceptual, and the other one is epistemic. Perceptual describes the childlike kind of curiosity, an exploration for new stimulus, whereas epistemic curiosity, on the other hand, has to do with seeking knowledge. And as we grow older, our perceptual curiosity naturally tends to diminish. As we learn more about the world around us, uh, we have a tendency to no longer seek to test its limits, push its boundaries. 
and search for new things. But we also develop structured thought patterns and repeated learned behaviours. And while these provide structure to our lives, they can also limit our epistemic curiosity and we lose the possibility to explore the world outside of our own comfort zones. When it comes to social interactions, you can shift your perspective to think of uncertainty as an opportunity. Rather than try to avoid the tension that such situations produce, we can be both mentally and physically exhausted if we allow this tension to happen. Apply that energy by engaging others into your world and being with them in theirs. Ask open-ended questions and actively listen to their answers and then ask follow-up questions. By showing an interest in them, you will naturally pique their curiosity and their responses will go deeper than just superficial small talk. All curiosity has a tendency to wane in the face of the ever-familiar, the way a child discards a former favourite toy for a shiny new one, or just the box that it came in. Or a new hobby that had excited you and kept you busy can lose its appeal after a while. Novelty does wear off, but your curiosity doesn't have to. So engage in your openness. Be curious about what your curiosity could lead you to. What it could get for you. Especially in how it can improve your existing relationships. Help you to meet your next partner. And actually learn about who you really are. No cats were harmed carrying out this research. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.